Welcome back, guys. Hello, my name is Tony. I'm Shannon. And we are back with Thought Bubbles. And guess what? Long time in waiting. And uh, we're going to talk about some Mr. Thor Love and Thunder. Um, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's start with our ratings before we dive into it. Oof. Out of 10. Out of 10. Out of 10. All right. So I have like a split on mine. I have two. If I were going off base, if it were like a comedy, I would give it like an eight out of 10. But as far as like Marvel movie, superhero movie thing of that like nature, I'm giving it like a like a hard six out of 10. Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to have to go the same route. I think I might go a little bit less on the comedy, though. I feel like it was funny at times. Yeah. To me, it wasn't as funny as Ragnarok. I think Ragnarok was a little bit better. Okay. Actually, a lot better. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I, I laughed here and there in this one, but I wasn't laughing enough as I expected. Okay. Fair. There were, there, were, there were a couple of jokes where I was just like, mm, okay. Right. Yeah. But for me, I think comedy wise, I think I'm going to go the same route that you did. I'm going to go comedy wise. I think I'm going to go for like a seven. Mm-hmm. As a Marvel movie. Oh, this, this kind of hurts. It's bordering <laughs> on a 5.5 and a six. See, that's, yeah, same. It was like, between the two, but I was like, I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six. Yeah. Like, it had it, its, its moments. <laughs> it had its moments. It's very bordering right now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's drop the intro. Let's do it. Are you packed? A hand grenade. Portable speaker. Love and Thunder is a heartfelt superhero jam. Look who it is! It's an epic adventure. Yes! Massive. Sensational. Another classic Thor adventure. The best Thor film yet. This ends here and now! I'm counting on that. Thor Love and Thunder. Rated PG-13. Hope that guys, hope that got you guys all pumped and ready for this because we are, we might actually destroy the movie. I'm sorry. but um so going into this movie what were your initial like wants and needs of the movie and what and do you feel like it accomplished what it needed to do uh okay so i went into this actually having to convince myself thinking about it being a comedy and it did it did that for me. Like I I don't know, something about Ragnarok kind of put me in this headspace that obviously Thor and with Watiti being like who he is, I knew that it was going to be more funny than superhero badassery. Um granted like it, like I said, like it it had its moments, but I went into it thinking it was funny. So yes, it did get that for me. Did it have its times where I was like, oh, okay, you're going a little bit too much funny and not letting the serious moments be serious. Yes. So that was a little disappointing. But as far as comedy wise, it was great. Uh, Superhero wise, that part 
honestly, I was a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was the fact that it was like, it was the God killer. Like I was really expecting some like really good fight scenes. Cause Marvel does a really good job when it comes to that part of their like cinematic universe or fight scenes are bomb. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it flopped. Like I wanted there to be more from him and they gave us very little. And that was, yeah, that was definitely really disappointing to see, especially since I've heard after the movie came out, like they did have these scenes and then they just took them out. And that really, that really fucking sucks. <laughs> Cause I wanted more. <laughs> It, I feel like it did need more than what yes. it gave. Yeah. Um. It's. It was very middling with its like superhero ness. It yeah. was, um. Like yeah. Granted, we got you know Mighty Thor. We got Natalie Portman as My- Mighty Thor. I almost said mm-hmm. Tilda Thor. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> as Mighty Thor, and um. There's a lot of people that loved her in the role. Yeah. Me personally, I thought she was she was okay. <gasps> okay, we're definitely going to differ on that one. <laughs> I, know. I know. Like I like I thought she was all right. I couldn't okay. fully get behind her every time she was on screen and she was like trying to be very badass, like for some reason it just kept taking me out of it. Uh-huh. I, I don't know why. I it just didn't feel very organic to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I lo- absolutely loved Christian Bale. Oh, 100% a great choice as I, that character. I think yeah. he did that super well. I just wish they would have given him more. Like, they did not give him enough to do, I think. They really did not. They really did not. Like, he, in my opinion, he's the best thing about the entire movie. Yeah. Um, visually and, you know, thematically. But he, you know, like like we just mentioned, like, they didn't give him anything. Like, they, mm-hmm. he was in, like, the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. And then I think maybe in total, he was, like, in the whole entire movie about I don't know, like 25 minutes, 25 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I would say 20 to 30 minutes of like screen time for him. And for such a big yeah. name, like, yeah, I thought that was such a very odd choice. It, it was, it was super odd. Like they could, they really could have utilized him so much more. They could, they could have, I mean, he's a villain that we have yet to see like someone like that. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like they kind of skimped on it a bit because he, they didn't really showcase like how bad he can be. Like he was, he was more just kind of like bubbling under the surface, kind of pissed. (laughs) Yeah. Like they really didn't show like the extent of honestly, his heartbreak of, Oh yeah. No. Like, it's such, like, an interesting character in general, just, like, comic book-wise. And it's crazy to me that they, like, they went so hard at Mighty Thor. Like, her character was very, to me, like, obviously not everything's perfect, but, like, it was pretty spot on as far as, like, her character goes. Yes, she's sick with cancer. She was called to uh, uh, the hammer and everything. And, like, yeah, like, all of that, like, tracked. And then, of course, she 
didn't survive it. So spoiler alert on that. But yeah, she does die for those who haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Everything about my podcast is a spoiler. (laughs) Basically, just a giant red flag. Um, (laughs) But like, they did so well to me with her and that like aspect of it. And I think that's why I did enjoy her as the character. Um, Just because it was a nice like, you know, bringing her back in and kind of giving us closure with her. Considering yeah. we didn't have any before she just left. Like, they broke up. That was it. So that kind of sucked to me. Uh, but with him, like, he's such a dynamic character. He's such, like, a sad, dark character. Yeah. And it his abilities are terrifying. Like, he he's a fucking god killer. Like, hell. They finally decide to, like, show this whole, like, god, like, city. And we don't get to see him go after any of them. Like, we just get to see the aftermath. that's kind of it was so weird like it it just fell into that you know that it was like very lacking like it Mm -hmm. really could have it could have expanded on so much more yes and how people say that you know not to throw in dr strange but a lot of people like to say like you know how dr strange people say that dr strange needed more i felt like dr strange was fine um yeah like this needs a separate cut (laughs) Mm. To kind of like show just a little bit more because it was kind of short. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of just breezed through a lot of stuff. It breezed through a lot of stuff and it didn't really give us full detail on much. Which yeah. was really Yeah, I could definitely, I can agree with that. Like it, it definitely it was lacking some detail. I think it was too busy on like, honestly, it was too busy focusing on like the comedy aspects. Like the fact that they gave like his hammer a personality honestly i was kind of dying at that like whenever it would creep yes. up in the corner like um excuse me i'm, I'm here yeah. I'm, I'm like right here <laughs> I, like, that was I, pers- good. I personally thought that was probably like my favorite joke from the whole movie like every time he would call uh out to the hammer and you just see like stormbreaker just kind of just creep in just kind of like like yes bitch i'm, I'm still here like wh- what are you doing like <laughs> It just and gave it, me like the idea of the meme where it's like the girl holding the guy's hand and he like looks behind. Oh. <laughs> and she's just like, excuse me. Literally it's right here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like that that's the vibe it gave. And I just love the fact that it just they really gave an inanimate object a personality that oh, was yeah. It was really funny. I, I did like, like even that. When, yeah, even when they, when they were trying to go to um, you know, to uh, confront Gore, he uh, mm-hmm. Stormbreaker's over there with like you know the whole rainbow powers, power of the <laughs> boat, and it just looked like he was throwing a tantrum. And I'm just like, without having a face, you can tell an oh, anime yeah. was having a temper tantrum. <laughs> I'm just like, this is great. <laughs> this is a great running joke that I feel like really worked. Um, the one joke that I feel like got old very fast to me um it was funny the first time it happened but was the goats oh my god okay (laughs) i actually really liked this (laughs) and that may just because i'm a a fucking child let's be honest but the screaming goats got me and the screaming goats whenever they landed on the dark planet is what really killed me Okay, like, that, that was a little funny. That I was, was funny. not expecting one for them to like, I expected them to go down into the planet. No, this planet is like very small. 
like that was the surface and they just right into it. And I was like, oh, shit. And then they follow it up with a scream. And that was all I needed to die laughing. Like, I think I actually like I actually like had to hold it in because I was like, I'm an adult and these small children aren't even laughing as hard as I am. You need to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the theater I was in, they were erupting at like every scene that that the goats were in. Yeah. So, I mean, they they had some decent comedic timing. So I won't yes. that. Yes. It's just, uh-huh. I feel like maybe it was like a running joke that I, I kind of went on a little too long. Maybe ran yeah. a bit too long. I can see that, yeah. But um, I feel like the Stormbreaker scene was, the Stormbreaker joke was easily the best running gag to the movie. Oh. Um, what were you going to say? Oh, I said, oh, yeah. Just hands down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's just, like, silly funny. But I will say that also Russell Crowe as, I almost Zeus. said Hercules, as Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I did like that a lot. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, I was very intrigued by that scene. So I, You know what? It was a very strange moment. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... I like what Russell Crowe did because he he's mostly known as being just just like such a serious actor and just just kind of see him in like this very like almost like Godfather-esque kind of personality where he's just very like like people respect him and all that stuff but he's still also very kind of laid back in a way yeah he it, it was funny like it was funny he played into it and he just ran with it and i was like this is great i do like this <laughs> it was very weird because it gave me very much like honestly it kind of gave me like borat vibes like with the fact that he kept talking about like oh you get like let's have an orgy and all this stuff too and i was just like oh okay <laughs> like well shit <laughs> when they brought in the orgies talk i was like oh okay like so just gonna really like touch on that you know nice like mythology i love it i'm here for it yeah i know they, they, parents that. shield your children if you're like worried about this but uh this is funny <laughs> i know right um another thing that um i did like but i also feel like was kind of glossed over was um oh what's what's his name i don't know why i always forget his name it's the one that taika waititi plays the big rock dude Oh, uh, oh my god. I'm not going to say this wrong because I don't want it to sound so stupid. <laughs> Give me like two seconds because I always forget his freaking name too because I just never really like think of him until I see it. Uh, yeah, it's the same way I am. I'm just like, oh shit, I don't even know what his, I can never remember what his name is. Hold up. Before I butcher it. Korg. Okay, I was going to say it right. I don't know why okay. I was also I was thinking cork at first and I was like that is incorrect. Shannon, he is not made of cork. Uh, cork, yes. <laughs> cork I liked. I thought he was very cute, but at points I was also kind of annoyed with him. Yeah, yeah, I was the same way. I was kind of like he's like the side character that I don't really care. About yeah. Like I liked him in Ragnarok. He was very funny in Ragnarok. Um, but it's. In this one, I felt like they gave him too much. It was almost like, I know I'm 
I'm about to compare this to a movie that I never in my life thought I was going to compare it to cars. <laughs> okay. But it's kind of like Thor is like the lightning McQueen, which honestly kind of fits. And then uh, Korg is like the mater to where it's okay. just like, he's funny to an extent. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like Cars 2 where they gave him his own movie and it was just like, Jesus Christ, this is too much. And that's that's kind of what I got from this one. I was like, okay, it's he's a little too much in this one. Okay. Like, honestly, my way of comparing is that he reminded me a lot of Olaf in Frozen 2 with the storytelling, yeah. like the retelling yeah. of what happened. I was just like, okay, so this is a little Olaf moment. Like, obviously, like, Watiti has kids, so... He decided to like pull some inspiration from, but I could definitely see it being like definitely a uh, Lightning McQueen Mater esque with like the dorky side character that, even though I really, I really liked Mater in the first one. I do get it though. He was yeah. a bit much once he had like his own independent stuff, but yeah. Yeah. I thought he was fine in the first movie. It was just yeah. after that, I was like, oh, geez, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, someone needs to put this tow truck out of, out of commission. <laughs> Cause I was like, holy hell. Yeah, but um, uh, another person I feel like they really tried to incorporate, but they also didn't incorporate enough was Valkyrie. Her, I go back and forth. I love who they chose to be Valkyrie. Oh yeah, so do I. And I, I honestly, I really enjoyed seeing like more in depth of what what they did with uh all of them like the Asgardians and the like a new Asgard being where it's at and everything. And oh, I was yeah. very intrigued by that fact that they turned it into a freaking tourist town. Like that's not what I was expecting. That wasn't what I was expecting either, but it was kind of smart. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it made sense. And like, obviously like them trying to make their way into this, you know, on being on earth and everything and having to rebuild and stuff. I th- just thought that was kind of cool that they decided to do it that way. And like seeing her being so like modernized and then obviously her changing into her Valkyrie outfit. I was just like, yes, thank you. She looks badass. Um, <laughs> Cause I, I really, I don't know. I want more. I want more of her. I want to see yeah. like more of that character develop. And I'm curious as to if they're ever going to get, much more into her yeah i was kind of i was kind of worried about that too because i mean she's a she's a fun character she definitely is a very fun character and i feel like you know showing her is kind of like the what was she the mayor of new asgard basic she's essentially the mayor to what everyone else thinks but i love the fact that they said that she was king oh yeah (laughs) i was over here like yes bitch (laughs) we love that (laughs) <laughs> but um like i feel like there's like so much more that she could have like they could have given her like yeah. even when they talked about you know like her her love life or her interests or anything like that like uh-huh. her and when her and Korg had that moment and they were just like you know you find out that Korg's kind of you know Korg's gay and all that stuff and then yeah she, and i'm just like we could have gotten more from that but I also kind of feel like it was another scenario where they were just kind of just throwing it in there to the sake of throwing it in there. Yeah. Yeah. 
That, and I don't know. It was interesting, that little tidbit, that little moment. <laughs> yeah, it was It was kind of, like, it kind of felt, like, forced slash rushed. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really cute, though, the way, like, they make their kids and stuff. I Honestly, it was kind of like, I was like, oh, that's adorable. They just go and make a little molten rock baby. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me a lot of like the movie robots whenever they like order the robot parts and they build the baby. Um, oh, I, do. <laughs> I do remember that. So um, definitely gave me that vibe. But yeah, I thought that I like it was very much kind of like uh, with America Chavez's parents. Like, yeah, they brought yeah, in her it, moms. They tossed in the fact that Korg had dads. And I was just like, y'all couldn't give us like a little bit better. Yeah. Like they did better with the Eternals parents. Like, come on now. Yeah, they really did. They actually really did. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But it's you know, like even with Lightyear, like I didn't I didn't, you know, side side note, I didn't like Lightyear. Oh. <laughs> Haven't seen but, it. I'm waiting for it to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um I will say they did a pretty good job with the same-sex couple that they had in there. I was like, uh, it it was nice. Yeah. It wasn't, like, too in-your-face. It wasn't too, like, pull, pulled back. But it was, like, a nice, like, transitional so where you can, like, see a family being built. And I was like, okay. Yeah. This works. Nice. But okay. I feel like, you know, when you compare it to, like, stuff like, you know, like this or, like, Doctor Strange, like, mm-hmm. it's... Like, especially Doctor Strange. Like, literally all you saw was just her two moms... For maybe about 15 seconds. Yeah. That's it. Bye. <laughs> then yeah. they were sucked into a portal and that's an end of story. Yeah. And um, and this one is just kind of like the very kind of like meticulous way they kind of dance around it. And I'm just like, yeah. just, just commit. <laughs> and I honestly, I don't know when they started filming each of these movies, but maybe it's because of like so much of the backlash and the pushback that they got from Eternals with like certain things, like obviously like people were really like up in arms about the fact that they had a sex scene. And then of course having the gay parents. And I was just like, get over yourselves. Your kids are going to see it somewhere else. Um, And it wasn't like like it was that graphic of a thing, but anyway, um, like like, all these movies are rated PG 13 for a reason. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like, I don't know maybe if that was like the reasoning for just kind of more like just sprinkle don't like pour kind of a deal. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But obviously like the representation is very much needed and it's appreciated. But I mean, if you're going to do it, at least do it a little better instead of yeah. just like word vomit it out and then move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't just kind of like clump it together and then just like, yeah, boom, here you go. All right. Let's let's continue with whatever else we're going to do. Yeah, like, it um, can actually seem like it's normalized instead of just being like, here it is, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Commit. Exactly. <laughs> commit, to the, commit to the fact that you're going to do it. <laughs> but, um, um, what, what, what was the other thing I was going to bring up? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> why am I blanking? Oh, my God. I'm, like, remembering everything that we just talked about, and I know there's so much more to them. Oh, they really like okay. A lot of people have like so many complaints about it because they heavily marketed the Guardians of the Galaxy being in it. Yeah. And 
Uh, it's hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, so we only get the guardians for ten minutes. <laughs> Honestly, like I was fine with it. I was fine with the fact that it was very short, sweet to the point. I this is the part that made me kind of not like it though was how different it made Thor act. Like I'm just comparing especially to the very first two movies and like he you know he is a warrior and like he's very like I don't know just like honestly old fashioned in the way that he talked and everything and yes like and obviously now he's had the experience of being on earth and being with around different people and different like and obviously this is just kind of showing how you change with your surroundings and things like that. So maybe it is because of the guardians that made him act like such a freaking weirdo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like the fact, like he just went through like this whole transition and it was very, I don't even know what the white word is. Like it was very off putting, I guess for me yeah. to see him acting like that with them. And that kind of like, jarred me a little bit to start and I was like oh am I actually gonna like this like is he gonna be like this the entire movie um which granted he kind of was but obviously he like toned it down as he you know even though his jealousy of the fact that like oh Mjolnir like somebody else um yeah (laughs) other than that like obviously like he started to kind of get back into himself and maybe that was the whole point like to show how he lost himself because he lost Asgard he lost his brother his dad like literally lost fucking everything yeah so therefore he like just kind of adapted onto these other people you know got attached to them and I don't know it was it was a little interesting I wasn't a huge fan of the combination especially like knowing the fact that they're are like uh as guardians of the galaxy like that's a thing <laughs> like that they did a little like they had like their whole little little go that i was kind of disappointed i guess but also fine with it at the same time like i'm kind of backtracking on myself i realized but i i don't know i was back and forth with it i liked it but i didn't like it I was fine with them and obviously with the fact that they wanted to boot him. And I thought that was funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then especially with the fact that obviously Peter Quill is such like a dominant presence within his own like group. Like there can't be two of them. They showed that even at the end of like Endgame and everything where it's just like, I'm the captain. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. You're the, you're the, yeah, you're the captain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like agreed. (laughs) disagree um (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know it was interesting to see it but anyway (laughs) yeah i mean it's uh here's the thing like i do i did like the transition from the Mm -hmm. first two thor movies because i personally don't really like those as much um i the second one isn't as terrible as people say it is um it's not the worst thing i've ever seen the first one's not awful either but the 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 first one really took me out of wanting to see the rest of them really Uh, yes like i feel like it was just very it felt very um game of thrones-esque 
mixed okay. with like other things and i can tell it was like you know trying to be like a serious ish marvel movie uh-huh but it i felt like it was just taking itself a little too serious so i like it wasn't very light in my opinion so i was just kind of every time like the whole time i was sitting there watching it like even the the cinematography even the way they shot certain scenes like the mm-hmm curved camera angles the uh sideways shots i was like it, i'm not i'm not feeling this yeah <laughs> like, okay it doesn't it feels like i'm watching something on sci-fi right now and it's it's not it's not fun but the dark world i felt like was more of a marvel movie mm-hmm. just not uh like not having like the really really lighthearted fun aspect kind of butting into where it's balanced um ragnarok ragnarok i feel like of course was more comedy than anything but i feel like in a way it had like a balance it had a balance but i think it was the introduction of kind of like the bro thor like Mm -hmm. the surfer bro kind of thor like it made it kind of funny because it kind of brought him down from that just over seriousness it was he he became more of like a slightly more relatable kind of person and i was like okay Okay. well this is this is fun like this is funny yeah here here, i feel like for the majority of the movie they took it a little too far yeah (laughs) for majority of the movie i was just like okay like is he really going to be like a a dumbass like surfer bro the whole movie Mm mm-hmm but then they kind of like took it back and they made him a little more, you know, aware. Yeah. Of the world. So I was like, okay, okay, I th- now this is better. <laughs> See, I, I don't know. I disagree with the fact that like, I think that the first two made sense for Thor. Like, he is like he's a god, and that was kind of like their thing. Like, if yeah, like I mean. The Vikings, you know, like praised them for a reason. And so like to me, it like made sense and it kind of fit the fact that that I guess that's where my mind went was more like the mythology side of it versus like the comic book side of it. And I was like, okay, this this makes sense to me. And uh, what kind of makes me laugh a little bit is that whenever I was actually in the theater to watch this, there was a guy sitting next to me that was very up in arms about the fact that they've made Thor kind of like the butt end of the the joke kind of character is what I remember him saying because he's just (laughs) he went from being so serious to like all of a sudden they were just like boom now he's funny and it's that to me was a very jarring transition and was kind of hard for me to because I actually didn't like Ragnarok at first I had to watch it like a few times to be able to be like okay like I I get it and I get why they had to do it. I just think they could have done it better. (laughs) Yeah. And then they just went a little bit too hard when it came to the Thor love and thunder. Like they clearly obviously were just like people like that. He's funny. And they just were like, yeah, let's punch in all the funny. But again, my brain, I went in with it. I'm like, they're going to do this. This is what they're going to do. Like I already know just from the freaking colors of the poster, I knew <laughs> that I was like, 
all right, it's going to be a comedy Shannon. Like, don't go into this thinking, like, don't go into the mindset of like Dr. Strange. Don't go in the mindset of Spider-Man No Way Home. Like you need to bring yourself out of that and actually enjoy this for what it is, or you're not going to enjoy it at all. Yeah, that's, yeah, I totally get that. I totally get that. It's, um, this movie, this movie is, I, uh, here's the thing that I, the reason why I liked Ragnarok is because it was kind of like that, how do I explain it? It's like Infinity War and Endgame were like his transitioning periods into more of like a I'm not gonna say like a comedic character because he wasn't a fully comedic character in those movies. It was he was getting more a little a little more like open. Like they were kind of opening him up a little bit more. Like he was more aware of like being able to like be that kind of buddy kind of person. So I like how Ragnarok kind of like introduce that side of him but yeah. i feel like this movie they should have taken it back quite a bit like i feel like it was fun in one movie but take it back now and kind yeah. of you know, kind of hit it in the middle like you you need to have it not be so prominent because yeah there were so many scenes where it called for seriousness and you can tell like based upon the script that it really called for like a serious tone but yeah it was just like overshadowed by like him either cracking a joke or him acting like he's brain dead like (laughs) (laughs) like i'm like okay i get it i get it yeah (laughs) but yeah um, yeah i mean they they really could have toned it down a lot in this movie yep but i mean I am very curious to the fact that, you know, obviously Chris Hemsworth is still wanting to be obviously Thor and they, they definitely set it up to where there definitely could be another one. Like, so I am quite intrigued to see how they want to go about the next one, especially obviously huge fucking spoiler alert. If you haven't been seeing everything, um, they're wanting to introduce Zeus or not Zeus, but Hercules. And so I'm, kind of interested to see that whole dynamic and how they're going to pull that, especially with who they chose to be Hercules. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, they, okay. So <laughs> here's what I will say about the end credits. Okay. Um, I was taken aback for a second when I saw Zeus again. And then I saw Hercules. Mm-hmm. I wasn't extremely excited. I will say, okay. like, which is which is very surprising for me, but I wasn't very excited about it. Okay. I, the main thing that I liked was who they chose. I was yes. like, who they chose was probably one of the best choices they could have made for that character. Oh, yes. Um, and then the very, very, very end credit scene with uh, Natalie Portman going to, you know, um, what is it, Valhalla? Yeah, she went to Valhalla. At the, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I just, I kind of just like, just sat there and I was, 
I don't know, it just didn't really, like, the end credit scenes didn't really do much for me. And I felt very sad about it. Because yeah. I was, like, I was hoping they would. See, and I, oh, keep going. Oh, no, I'll go ahead. In. Sorry. Well, I, I liked, I liked the Valhalla scene. I liked it because they wanted to give her that closure. They wanted her chapter to be done and they wanted people to kind of have like that. I don't know, like, and maybe like thinking it more from like someone's like religious standpoint, obviously they may be a little bit weird about it or whatever. Maybe they liked it. I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, it gave me some kind of peace. Like, her death was really sad. Like, obviously she found something that she thought was going to save her. And then it turns out, you know, it was actually draining her faster, but she at least got to do something, you know, amazing with her last moments and then getting to be accepted in as a warrior too. Like I thought that was actually really cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So like thinking it in that mindset, I actually really enjoyed it. Did it seem kind of random? Sure. But I, I think I appreciated what, they were wanting to go for and that's even if that's what they were going for but i that's what my brain thinks they were going for yeah yeah i mean here's the thing like i i probably would have liked the scene Mm -hmm. if it wouldn't have been the very very end credit scene it's kind of like i feel like if they would have swapped them Uh uh-huh maybe i feel like it was the position of where they were placed Okay. Mid credits yeah. and post credits. I was like, yeah. mm, I feel like if they were would have been swapped, maybe it would have been a different experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could I could definitely agree and see that for sure. Because I mean, if they're gonna want to hype up the fact that there's the possibility of another Thor movie, then yes, you should have shown who he was going to be introduced next versus basically how this one ended. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah, I could totally agree with that. The placement of it was a little funky and can definitely throw you off whenever you're like, okay, usually like the very end one is supposed to be the one that shows us what's going to happen next. So, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely could have <laughs> done for <laughs> uh, post post processing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. I, you know, I felt I kind of felt the same way when I saw Doctor Strange. I when I saw the end credit scene with Clea coming in, I was like, "Cool, is that what, like is that what you want out of me? Like, just be excited, <laughs> or <laughs> like, am I supposed to am I supposed to like react heavily? Or, but I, I mean, I knew heavily." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I did react heavily to that. <laughs> here's the thing: the like the uh, I think the thing that I reacted the most about it was the fact that it was Charlize Theron. Yeah, I must say who the actress actually was. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, Charlize Theron in a Marvel movie. I'm here for it. Yeah. As the character being introduced, I was like, I have only seen you once in my life, and it was only in a comic book. Uh-huh. And I kind of put two and two together at first. So, but then I had to remember and I had to Google after I saw the movie because I was just like, "Oh, that's right." Because so she has a lot of purpose in here. Oh yeah. But I, I was like kind of taken out of it for a second. I was like, "Um, all right." <laughs> I was like, "Cool." 
And I, yeah. I still hate I still hate the pizza papa shit at the very end. I oh, was, I do too. I think that's so that's oh, so stupid. I was so mad. I was so mad. Like people were just like, haha, that's funny. You guys put a trick on us. I'm like, no, bitch. You made me wait all this time through these right? credits, and you give me this. I'm like, I this mean, is a character that I gave two shits about. I know the like that part of the movie like could have been easily forgotten. Hell, it could have been easily written out. Um, <laughs> and I would have exactly. been fine with it. I don't know, like that. I whenever. Yeah, no, whenever Charlize came out, I was just like, wait a minute, is that who I think it is? And I was like, holy shit. Like, it is who I think it is. <laughs> and then, because, like, honestly, like, same thing, though. Like, I had to think about who the character was. But then that's when I got more excited about it because I was like, oh, my God. Like, if they go the route of the comic books and depending on which way they go, like, technically that's his love interest, too. So mm-hmm. is he finally going to be introduced to that? And, like, so my I started going, like, basically like rumor mill like opened up in my head and i'm just like hmm, what are they planning what are they doing so maybe that's why i got really like excited about it i don't know but jumping i guess back to the whole hercules thing i i'm excited about who it is i'm a little intrigued with the fact that i mean obviously he, so he's in ted lasso and yes he is a funny serious character like he's a very dry funny so i'm intrigued to see how it's going to be with this more like Thor slapstick kind of funny that they're doing right now. Like that's going to be an interesting person to choose for that. Also, he says fuck a lot. So, um, uh, (laughs) they're going to make this one rated R. (laughs) Let him finally have the only fuck in this movie. Like what, what's the plan here? Cause he needs to say it at least once. Once Like, like here's the thing. Like I know we have Deadpool. Yes. But I kind of really wish they would give them the opportunity to be like like our main, you know, our main Avengers to be in a movie where it's R. And I kind of want to see how they will move them in there because they're very, I don't want to say they're very formulaic, but they're very tied to their PG-13s. Well, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that obviously Disney owns them. But now that Disney owns Fox, which also means that they own X-Men and Deadpool and everybody else, like, I think they're going to start making the transition. And the fact that they're bringing Daredevil back. That show, that comic book, is dark as fuck. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) they finally have their chance to transition into it. So I am very curious to see how that's going to go with obviously like I've already read that apparently in She-Hulk, like he's not just like a little sprinkle of a scene. He actually like apparently was like kind of in it. Granted, they may just be saying that to make me super excited. Marvel's really good at doing that to me. Um, They they are. But yeah, but I mean, they have. They have the characters to do it now if they wanted to, if they wanted to start going a little bit like here's some PG-13, here's some rated R, like kind of bounce back and forth. That way, obviously, it doesn't have to be all of one or the other. And even if they like just decide to throw a little bit more serious tones even into the PG-13s, like obviously they can. They did it in uh, Doctor Strange. So they yeah, they yeah. can they have the ability to take the darker tones. They can do it. It's just, are they going to be able to do it well enough that it's not going to be like, huh, like what? Oh my God, what's happening? Um, <laughs> yeah, as long as it doesn't like take us out of it. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. I am very curious to see like the route that they decide to take now that they've because they've done some weird like back and forth. Like obviously we had Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home. And then we had, you know, Doctor Strange in the multiverse. And now we had Thor Love and Thunder. And it's just like it's a they're all very different. And it's a very weird like combination for this phase to me. Like my brain is still trying to like understand the route that they want to take with the tone that they want to take. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, a side note, we are joined by the other co-host, Miss Stephanie. Uh, Hello. Not sure. If, not sure if your Hi. mic's working. Oh, hey, your mic's working. Yay. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry for being late, guys. No, I feel here. okay. okay. I'm here. And I'm happy to be here with you guys. Hello. Awesome. <laughs> so. Shannon. I have to say, you have the most beautiful voice I have ever heard. I oh. was when I joined, I was like, "Is that Shannon?" I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> Just had to say Thank that. You. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't even know what to say with that. My like ears are burning. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so now that uh, we have our uh, third. Uh, critic on board. Hey. We have given our ratings from 0 to 10 for Thor Love and Thunder. What would you give it? Um, 10 being like that I absolutely loved it? Yes. Um, I'm going to say a 7. A 7. Okay. For me personally. Um, I thought it was very entertaining. Everything looked amazing. Um, but I felt like it was a little rushed, in my opinion. Probably just, like, the whole Jane coming up, and she was, like, immediately awesome. Yeah. I think I would have liked yeah. to see her struggle a little bit or kind of yeah. get, like, a hang of it or at least pick it up the first time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was really so that's awesome. why I'm giving it a seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, not even something I even thought to, like, touch on. Yeah, that part was so strange to me. Like, they showed her go over to the hammer. Hammer started glowing, and boom, all of a sudden, she's Mighty Thor. Yeah. So yes, valid, fair. Like, that is a very fair opinion. Yeah. It, everything it was... else was was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of the comedy for the movie itself. Like, do you feel like they took it a little too far? Do you think it was like balanced? I, I actually thought it was very silly. <clears throat> I did not. And people may hate me over this, but I hated, um, you know, that I think it's like in the very beginning of uh, it's Thor. And he's like, it looks like he's riding his uh, like a broom, but it's not. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh my God. I forgot that. Yeah. I forgot that part too. I personally didn't like that just because, like, dude, it's Thor. He's supposed to be, like, the tough man. And, like, it was – I get what they were trying to do. I, I I get it. But for me, I didn't like that at all. I giggled, of course. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then after, I'm like, why did they do that to my man? Like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> Literally. Like, I – like, I – so I mentioned this earlier. I said how it's – it was funny when he was kind of like this kind of goofball-ish kind of dude in Ragnarok. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like in this movie, it kind of wore out its welcome for me. Oh, for sure. I, I agree with you because 
I'm all for like, okay, yeah, let's make our character be, you know, likable and everyone likes a funny character. But yeah. I don't know, they also made him, in my opinion, seem a little I don't know, like dumb. Yeah. Yeah. He's and very, and I don't he's think I don't think that's they should have done that to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they definitely I mean, I get it, you know, lightening him up and all that stuff, but there's a certain point where it's it's a little overboard. Yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a certain point where it's overboard. And I'm actually glad that you came on because I like I completely forgot about those scenes. Yeah. Yeah, those I... are like my main takeaways. Like, <laughs> what am I gonna talk about? What am I gonna really say about this movie? <laughs> like, I had forgotten about that part, but um like I mentioned earlier, I think that my my favorite joke was just the whole ha- him torn between the hammer and Stormbreaker, like throughout the whole movie, where Stormbreaker had like this, it was like this sentient object with like a personality, and it was like it was an, an- inanimate, and it was very like I thought that was very funny. Like every time he saw, it, I thought people, it was funny. It it was funny. Um, but. I feel like there is a point where the silliness kind of kind of needs to take a backseat. <laughs> yeah. I think they need to definitely, if they're planning on doing another one, they need to tone it down just a smidgen. Yeah. And actually let like that more like superhero serious side of, I mean, the man like lost like literally everything, like let him have that. Instead yes. they just like, let's just, glaze over that and make him funny and they, we don't have to know about the fact that the poor guy has gone through trauma um <laughs> i'm so glad you bring that up because that's exactly what i was telling my husband i was like dude he should be like a grumpy mean man after like everything he's been through yeah and he's just so jolly and i'm just like what did what what's going on what did i miss <laughs> like i feel like they just decided that this whole phase they're obviously going to show everyone's trauma after endgame and everything and his trauma is that he is clearly like just he in, is internalizing it and he's just like i'm going to be the comedic relief because clearly we all need it and they just went hard with that and i don't like yeah. it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I'm definitely not a huge fan of it yeah, I definitely could have toned, toned that down quite a bit. I agree. I, I personally would have really enjoyed to see a little bit more of um, <clears throat> Christian Bell's character. Yes. Agreed. Because he was amazing. Yes. I was like, that is no way. I didn't know Christian Bell was in the movie whatsoever until we got into the theater. And I was looking and I was looked at Joe and I was like, is that who I think it is? He's like, yeah, how did you not know? We watched the preview. And I was like, well, I didn't recognize him in the preview either. Oh, hell no. You, like, you can't recognize <laughs> no. him. He did such a good job getting into this character. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I think if they would have just portrayed it or showed just a little more of his story, maybe like the darkness of it all, I think it would have evened out with the, the comedy factor that they were playing so hard on. Yes, I 100% agree with that. Like they definitely should have given his character a lot more. And from what I've heard, technically there were more scenes with him. They just cut him out for whatever reason. Like oh. whenever Thor got to, uh, oh my God, that girl that is, I'm not, I cannot think of her name right now, but like he's a part, she is a part of like his troop 
of fighters. Oh, yes. There was a whole fight scene, though, apparently, with her and Godkiller. And, like... Oh, Valkyrie. There you go. uh, Not Valkyrie. Uh, that's not her name. That's not her name. Valkyrie is the girl that's now the the king of. Like, that's right. You're Asgard. right. Um, I cannot think of her name though. Jesus, that's gonna kill me. But apparently, there was supposed to be like a whole entire like fight scene of that. Like there was more in depth of like his ability and like his strength and also like just how angry he was. Oh, that would have been so cool. And then they cut it, and I was like, that sucks. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have loved to actually get to see it. Like, obviously, like, we got to see some of the aftermath, but you never really got, like, the true taste of it. And I think that yeah. sucks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I, feel, I feel like that's where this movie suffers a lot, is where yeah. it's... it. You know it has these moments where it was supposed to be this way, mm-hmm. but because of, like, those cutbacks, because of those, you know, cutting room floor kind of stuff, like, they trimmed it down so much where it just felt like it was just kind of thrown together and just kind of just paced along in the way that it was going to be paced along. That's it. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so looking forward to seeing um, Natalie Portman back and she just, she wasn't giving me what I needed to be given. I don't know. She just, just, I don't know. She looked great though. Oh, yeah. Like, her getting bulked up and stuff for this whole movie, I was just like, okay, Natalie, like, get it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I thoroughly enjoyed that. I was like, dang, okay, like, she can seriously kill it. And I love that. I I have a big major pet peeve with her story, too. Oh? Let me tell you. I'm ready. Why in the world did they decide to give her cancer? Like, comic book accuracy actually really yep that's the the exact way that she gets it in the comics is that i was so hoping that it would she would have died with something from like the second movie you know where she got like that red stuff inside her oh yeah like that so in the comics i want to say that's actually like what caused the cancer okay okay got it so if that makes you feel even a little little bit better better now okay (laughs) Uh, but that was that sucked. It yeah. gave me a lot of a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy vibe. Yes, and I think that kind of like took away from it. Actually, was the fact that they use so much like Guardians of the Galaxy like comedy and stuff with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just kind of let it run a little bit too hard. Agreed. I was worried. I'm like, I th- what if they love it and I'm the only one that didn't really like it? <laughs> Oh, no. Like, we already kind of went into this thinking that there was definitely going to be more opinions of, uh, um, sorry, my brain just, like, totally went blank. Like, there's definitely more of the opinions of we're not a huge fan of it. Like, we didn't, like, to the point where, like, oh, this is, like, the worst one ever. No, no, no. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's the worst one ever. It's just for sure not my favorite of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which one is your favorite from the Thor movies? From okay, so from the Thor movies, honestly, my favorite one is the second one. Me too. Okay, I like the second one a lot. Yeah, I really liked that one, and actually, Tony was telling me that he didn't like that one, and I was like, okay, "Really? We're gonna have some words, sir." Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I liked 
I liked it when he was a little bit darker and a little more serious and actually more like obviously mythological like god mm-hmm. like yes. versus like he-man bro. <laughs> and that's exactly what this movie is, I feel like. I didn't get that god aspect from him, which sucks yeah. because I mean there was a god killer as the villain. <laughs> exactly. Like god killer was the villain and then of course we got to go to like the golden city and they got to like see all these other gods which that part also to me was very kind of lacking like obviously i was really intrigued and excited to see zeus and like his portrayal of that character what i thought was really funny um and on kind of fitting too, just the fact that it's like this very pompous sitting at the top like huh yeah like i don't really care about my people kind of thing and i was like oh funny okay interesting way to That's go about everywhere that. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so I was funny. like oh shit okay um but i don't know like there's just so many things in it that i wish they would have dove into a little bit better and a little bit more yeah because um, i agree with you 100 percent. yeah so i yeah yeah I'm for very, sure <laughs> I'm still very curious, though, is the whole Hercules thing. Like, I I need to know what their plan is with that. I want, I obviously need to do a little bit more reading to figure out how Hercules is even going to be brought in. Hmm. Like, what his role will be, I guess. Maybe something. It sounds like Zeus, like, wants him to fight for him and be like go fuck him up for me because he like embarrassed me in front of everybody <laughs> that's what i was thinking like yeah. a kind of avenge me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was kind of like the vibes i got from that scene too yeah it's i still stand by that though like i remember i mentioned to stephanie after i saw it i was just like what the fuck were the end credit scenes <laughs> I, I didn't know what the fuck to take away from any of this shit but i do feel like they should have swapped the end credit scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hercules, the um, reveal of Hercules as the next, um, I almost said adversary. Oh, is it adversary? God, why am I blinking on the definition? Antagonist. Antagonist. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> of the next Thor movie should have been that post credit scene to where you're just like, oh shit, this is who's coming for him next. Like, this is what he's going to have to go through. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, from what I, when after I saw the movie, I actually read up a little bit on Hercules' inclusion and okay. why he's even being brought into the Marvel Universe. But he is technically, uh, he was in the comics. He mm-hmm. had his own Marvel comic at one point, and yeah. he was mostly in those Hercules versus Thor or Thor versus Hercules or Thor and Hercules and the back okay. whatever. Mm. So So they at least were always against each other. Okay. Yeah, they were always against each other. They were never really allies. But okay. Hercules ended okay. up which is I think is gonna be a funny I don't they're probably not gonna do it now. But um he I believe he dated Valkyrie at one point. Oh so I, I don't think they're going to go that route anymore <laughs> since uh, she very clearly stated in the movie that she she also likes Jane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought they said that, uh, like, at least they, uh, some of the writers or whatever had said that she was bisexual. 
you know what? From oh. this movie, I, sorry, I just don't no, you're good. Rebuttal. You're good. Um, from this movie, from Ragnarok, I got that bi energy. Yeah, yeah. This movie, okay. I didn't. Okay. This movie. I mean, I agreed, that. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie, I didn't. But like, which I mean, it's totally fine. Like, I, that great. Like you, you progress the character. That's fantastic. Um. So I'm I'm wondering like what's gonna, and I also really wish I really really wish they would have done more with her character because they she was kind of included but she was also kind of backseated a little bit as well. Yeah, like with the fact that they introduced her in Ragnarok, I was expecting to see a little bit more out of her in this one, and they still yeah. kind of gave her that like touch and go like being included into the movie. I don't know. I like her. I like the actress. So I want to see more of her. <laughs> yeah. So do I. So do I. I really like the actress. I think she's great. I think Tessa Thompson's a lot of fun. Yes, I do too. Um, okay, if at any point in time, y'all hear a dog bark, I apologize in advance. My dog will not leave same. me alone. <laughs> and my window's open. I keep muting myself. Cause I get nervous when someone walks by that he's going to start barking. Same. <laughs> um but i do also another another thing that i did have to criticize and i know it like i feel like i am reaching a lot with this criticism but the final battle well not the final (laughs) but it was the battle when they were on with the kids no not with the kids okay that battle kind of was kind of random <laughs> it was kind of random to me i was just like oh okay all right cool um but the um it was that scene when they all kind of met with gore on his on on the on the planet like the colorless planet and it it looked very that's i hate saying this out loud but it looked very Spy Kids <laughs> 3D. <laughs> like no, I can't unsee that. Thank like, you. Like, <laughs> like it felt very much like I, like I knew this movie was shot in 3D or something, or it was shot to be made in 3D or to be seen in 3D, because it was. It was the position of everyone, and you could see the background, you could see the space, you could see the the outer skirts of the planet, and it just looked very odd to me. And the whole time I was watching it, the only thing that came to my mind was, my God, this gives me such Spy Kids 3D vibes right now. And <laughs> like, I, I don't know how to feel about this. And it was kind of taking me out. I was just like, I, okay. And I didn't see it in 3D. I just I saw it in IMAX, but I didn't see it in 3D. So it, it like it was a much larger format. Yeah. And I was just like, geez, I I don't know what to say about this part. <laughs> but that is one scene that stuck with me for a while. Like after seeing it, I was like, oh god. Like the weird colorliness of it too, like gave me very much like Sin City vibes. Mm. yeah yeah like 
it kind of gave, yeah, like if they would have added like, you know, the very dramatic like reds from like their costumes, I would have been like, yeah, this is definitely right straight out of Sin City. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that would have worked a little bit better if they would have like really emphasized certain, like what you said, like the reds in their costume or like certain yeah. hues in their costume. Like I feel like it would have dug out like a, a different kind of scene. Yeah, I feel like they could have done, like, some sort of, like, honestly, they could have reached for some sort of symbolism there, too, if they decided to go that route, if they chose, like, either a certain color or maybe, like, I don't know, like, having it to where something was more honed in on versus everything obviously being in that grayscale, but now that I see the Spy Kids, thank you for that. I'm never going to be able to see that scene the same. (laughs) I mean, it's the same though whenever the kids were fighting and stuff. It was very like, you know, whenever they were in the very first like Spy Kids, when all the kids came in, you had like Emma Osment with like her hair, like her pigtails like spinning. Yeah. With the teddy bear. Like, uh, yeah, that definitely, definitely could be some Spy Kids now too. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, the, The fight with the kids. I thought it was a very cute idea. It was a mm-hmm. cute idea. I kind of like what they went through. I kind of, you know, I like how they didn't just use them as just props for gore to where it was just like they were just almost like damsels in distress. Yeah. Like, I do like how they had the ability to fight back. Um, it did take me out for a second because I was just like, I, was, I wasn't expecting it, but I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. You guys do what you're gonna do, um, but I definitely feel like it really needed a true battle between Thor, whoever Thor, Mighty Thor, whoever Valkyrie against Gore. Like I yes. really feel like that was definitely needed. Yes, um, I get that they had their redemption scene, especially in that in that outer plane. Mm-hmm kind of thing Mm -hmm. where he was reunited with his daughter and Jane was also dying at the same moment. But I feel like we needed something before that in order to get to his redemption part. Like he he had the buildings of being such a very, very deep, dramatic, terrible person, but they didn't give him the chance to express that terrible side. And I wanted to see that terrible side. Like I wanted him to go full, like Wanda Scarlet, Witch, and Dr. Strange. Like I did too. Yeah. Like she went off and it, I thought it was fucking great. Like I was here for everything. And I really saw that potential in his character. And you know, Christian Bale can pull that shit off. Cause I mean, you just saw him in those few scenes and he was fine. Yeah. You know, I really, really wanted to see him just be able to grasp into that character and really thrust the evilness, you know, just bring it on. Just, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, like kill a whole bunch of people, but, you know, like, I totally get what you're trying to say. (laughs) Yeah, do something twisted. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would have liked to see some kind of like, inkling that he would have changed his mind that kind of caught me off guard i was like wait what is he gonna do 
Yeah. I thought he wanted to destroy everything. That happened out of nowhere. But, I mean, I get it. Of course, you're, he. we all know that he went crazy because of his daughter. So. Oh, yeah, his daughter's I'll death. I'll just stop being a hater on the movie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I did really like the fact, though, that they it's freaking Chris Hemsworth's daughter. Like... Oh, yeah, in real life, right? Yeah, that, that's his real-life daughter. So, like, the banter of them whenever, like, they flash forward and, like, she's not wanting to, like, put on, like, a certain outfit or whatever. I thought that was really cute because I'm just, like, I bet you that happens probably to him, like, every day. Um, <laughs> so I thought that was really cute because they had, like, obviously the natural chemistry. So I'm – I think – they did that part like that was a good choice on their part to have her actually be the kid yeah yeah for sure i feel like honestly like that was the part that i took away the most from the movie and that was the part that i really really enjoyed Mm -hmm. sad to say it was all the way at the end but (laughs) yeah yeah like that was the part that i really enjoyed because you know like you brought up it was it's the chemistry it's the the fact that it's his actual daughter and she just kind of seamlessly just played it off just like okay you know and <laughs> like you know for a fact like she didn't she like <laughs> because she doesn't have the you know they had to post edit the whole you know laser eyes and whatnot so yeah um for a small child she was able to kind of you know emanate like hey like i'm gonna shoot you with some shit right now so <laughs> like and I like I thought it was a lot of fun. I I loved the end shot when they yes. were running into battle. Oh yes. Yeah, I thought that was so cute. Absolutely was, loved that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I really, really wish I really hope actually that we get to see a hint of that battle later on. Um that will be fun. Yeah. But I do like how it's how it just set it up for a kind of she's just as badass as Thor can be. Like she's not she's not scared of shit. Like she will she will yeah. go into battle with no with no regrets. Yeah, I I agree. I'm I do wanna see a little bit more and I'm curious as to how they're gonna actually let us see a little bit more of her. To be honest with you, because I mean, I want to say what, because uh, my boyfriend and I were talking about it, and he had like been reading into the comics and everything, and like Love and Thunder is actually like the love is actually talking about the the child, the girl. It's not talking about Jane, right? So I was just like, okay, so is this like something that was like a regular appearance? Are we going to see more of her, or is it going to be like a time jump thing where we're going to see like her as she's older? So. And again, bringing back Hercules, like how the fuck is that supposed to work together? <laughs> um, so, but I do, I do really like. I hope they at least give us like a tidbit of that dynamic and everything, um, even if it's just like, okay, here's a flashback of how like her growing up, and then we get to see like an adult version of her, kind of like how they did with Ant Man's daughter. Obviously, with that time jump of five years, they gave us a new actress to be his daughter and everything, but still, we got that moment with her. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I'm I'm very my my curiosity has been piqued mm. uh for what they will continue with. Um 
I don't know if my excitement level has risen yet. Um, I feel like I really need to see some kind of whatever they're going to do with development-wise. Um, because after this one, like, I'm going to be honest, like, this one really does sit, like I said earlier, at, like, that hard, like, six for yeah. me. And the only reason Ooh, why it's we that... close, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it sits at the hard six, and mostly because I, like, I personally don't think I would rewatch it. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Tony, 100%. I was actually thinking of trying to rewatch it before we recorded this episode. And I was like, do I want to go and pay to see that again? Mm, Yeah. Probably not. I agree. It's definitely not one I would pay to see again. Like, if it, like, obviously, it's going to end up in Disney Plus one of these days, but I don't even know if it's going to be one that I would like want to throw into like the rotation before I watch any of the upcoming ones. Cause I like doing that just to kind of like too. keep myself like relevant with the, how the storylines develop me. Um, that one may be a, maybe on my skip list. Yeah. It's very sad. Cause um, like, and it, it's very strange to see how that movie, how this movie kind of did that because in this phase in the MCU, like I, I really appreciated Doctor Strange. Like I rave about it all the time. Like I will not shut the fuck up about that movie. But (laughs) (laughs) um, like I saw it twice in the theaters. I watched it once it hit Disney Plus. Like I, I like I really liked Doctor Strange. I liked the fact that I was I'm able to rewatch that movie seamlessly. Like it just has that. A lot of people may not agree, but I feel like it does have like a staying factor. Um, Ragnarok I've seen a couple of times. That's probably one of my other favorite ones of Thor, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Ragnarok I've seen a couple of times. Um, even The Dark World. The Dark World I've seen a couple of times. Um, but this one, I I feel like it's just like a one and done because you take away what you feel like you need to take away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that's kind of either relevant for future movies or relevant for kind of just like like your MCU knowledge in general, and I will say I I oh, I did expect more. <laughs> I did expect more from it. Um, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people felt like they were just going into a Thor movie and they were just gonna like, get what they get and that's the end of the story. I think my expectations were a little too high, maybe. Yeah. But I feel like it was also because I was just coming off that Doctor Strange train. I was coming off the Miss Marvel train. I, you know, I had rewatched some stuff out of like WandaVision. I was watching the What If show. And it's like, there's like so much MCU, so much Marvel stuff. And I feel like coming off the train and being so excited from those, I was really expecting this to kind of like hit that same, you have that same Marvel high afterwards. Yeah, I agree with that, especially with how like the tone and stuff like they've been taking with everything for this whole phase and stuff. It's just this one kind of like 
sits by itself in yeah. a weird mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like it kind of sits as like a movie that should have maybe have come out a few years ago. Yeah. Like honestly, it should have been before like Endgame and all that is the like the type of like lightheartedness feel. Like yes. it doesn't give you that impact of what happened after Endgame at all. Yeah. Like, it almost ignores it entirely. Like, obviously, they have our moment of showing us, like, new Asgard and, like, how they've, you know, transitioned to being where they are in the dark world and everything, too. It's just, like, I don't know. It's definitely a little little lacking. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sad. It's very sad to say. Um, A lot of people say that about, you know, Black Widow, too, that Black Widow was kind of a failure. Um, I don't see that. I think Black, like I've rewatched Black Widow a couple of times. I thought it was pretty good. It does feel like it should have came out a few years ago, but that is, yeah, that is on the side of, of course, you know, production delays and whatnot. So not its fault, but no, not its fault. And I mean, it introduced these characters though that we're going to keep seeing, especially with Elena. Like it did a really good job introducing her. And I love her character, so oh, yeah. I'm excited Same. to see her in more stuff. <laughs> when I saw her in Hawkeye, I was like... Oh my god, oh, I know! <laughs> like, I lost my mind, because I already liked Hawkeye, but once she came into the last few episodes, I was like, okay, here it is. We're Just her in her there. kitchen. That's all I can think of. <laughs> her in her kitchen eating mac and cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. All right. Well, um, what do you think? Should we wrap this one up for uh, Mr. Love and Thunder? Yeah, we should probably give him a break. We kind of destroyed him. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. especially me. I kind of tore him a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was our uh, very grandeur experience of um thor love and thunder we um had very different opinions we i still i still sit at that hard six still sitting at that hard six yeah that hasn't changed for me either well what if you go one five what would you give it then two and a half Really? You wouldn't even give it a three. Okay. I would give it a three. I I for sure would. Because I'm not going to lie. I did laugh a few times. And it looked nice. And it was nice to see the crew back together. Yeah. 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 I I think that was like the best things about it. Where the the seeing everyone back together. I I did like. I like seeing Jane. Yeah. Um. And I do like Natalie Portman, so I like seeing Jane. I like seeing her back, and you know, I know she had that whole the whole the the cancer storyline. Of course, is from the comics, but it was nice to see her in kind of like a revitalized state. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the jokes, the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like I like some of them. Some of them I felt like deaf. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um 
no one really talked about it. I feel like it didn't get talked about a lot, that much either, huh? Like, there wasn't too much, like, excitement after it was released. It was kind of, like, over and done quick. Yeah, like, normally I, ha- so where I work and stuff, I have uh, patients and stuff that like talking to me about Marvel stuff because they know I'm really into it. And we didn't really discuss it. We're like, yeah, we saw it. Yeah. And we just kind of moved on. <laughs> That's exactly how it was with some of my coworkers, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that if it wasn't for the podcast, I think like, and I really didn't dwell on my thoughts. Like, I think that's how it would be too. <laughs> like, yeah. I would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'd have been like, yeah, you saw it, yeah, and. <laughs> like, all right, cool. <laughs> um, but that's definitely how I was after Jurassic World. I haven't seen it yet. I didn't like it. Did you like that, <laughs> I- Tony? <laughs> I think we should. You liked it, didn't you? We should know. We should definitely save that for another episode. Oh my god! Okay, good because yeah, yeah. Uh, You don't need to watch it, Shannon. It's okay. (laughs) No, I have to watch it. It's my boyfriend's favorite. (laughs) (laughs) He loves them. I hope this doesn't crush his dreams, y'all. Come on. No, he'll probably like it. Because, I mean, when you're a fan of something, you you do everything in your mind to, like, convince yourself that it was good. At least that's what I do. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I'm like, no, I I love it. I love it. I don't care how bad this was. I love it. Uh Uh-huh. So maybe he'll still love it. Maybe. We'll see. Because... He surprisingly is very honest when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm I'm curious to see if he ends up actually liking it or not, or if he's gonna fall into the You'll have to let us know though. For I, will, sure. I will 100 percent let y'all know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel like that should be a separate episode on its own because I have some stuff to unpack about. <laughs> and it has been burning a hole in me. Um, <laughs> but uh, that is another tangent for another time. Yes. So we thank everybody for listening. Um, we hope we didn't crush your um, MCU um, hearts with our uh, review-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Especially me. God, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get uh, flagged as like a troll on the internet. So you're going to be a bully. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh my God, don't listen to this podcast. He's such an asshole. <laughs> I feel like the people have definitely gone a lot harder, so I think you're safe there at least. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I definitely still think if you haven't seen Thor Love and Thunder, I still think it's worth checking out. Um, yeah, I make your own say, opinion. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I, I don't think it's a movie that you should skip. I think it is one that is definitely worth a watch. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's it was a movie. <laughs> it was an MCU movie. But um, yeah, we thank you guys for listening. Um, we will see everybody again next week. Um, stay up to date with the Instagram because that's where you everyone will get all the updates on whatever episodes are coming out. I will never give anything away here. So you will never hear me say anything here, even though I have said it in previous episodes. <laughs> do not count. <laughs> Starting anew. <laughs> Starting anew. Starting fresh from the last episode, I will never get anything away. <laughs> but um, yeah, stay up to date there. We will 
Uh, we'll pretty much talk about so many movies. So we will let everybody in on the next topics. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and a great new week. So happy August. Happy August. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Thought Bubbles. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to know more about our podcast, just follow the socials at thoughtbubbles underscore podcast on Instagram and thoughtbee underscore pod on Twitter. If you have any more ideas for what we could talk about or if you want to join on and be a guest, just let me know. We can pretty much talk about everything. <laughs>